What does barbecue mean to you? It's all about family. Good food. Summertime and friends. Of nostalgia. A whole lot of tasty. Soul-filling, belly-filling goodness. All of my favorite foods. A cultural touchstone. For me, it's a tether to the people who came before me. Getting together with family and friends. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 217 of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Sanderson, and I sure do appreciate you all tuning in. Something a little different for you this week, folks. Over the life of this podcast, I've spoken with a number of breweries, including a few barbecue joints that also brew their own beer. I've also had the opportunity to speak to a few distillers that make whiskey and other spirits that many of us like to pair with our barbecue. But what about something a little lighter, with a bit of that acidity that works so well to cut through the fatty meats we all love so much? What about cider? Available in dry varieties, through to all levels of sweetness, and with near-endless tree, fruit, and berry flavor possibilities, cider just might be the ideal companion to delicious barbecue. Sunny Cider is a Calgary cidery that embodies the community spirit that is so prevalent in the barbecue community. Enjoy my conversation here with Dennis Scanland from Sunny Cider. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by the Motley Q 2022 Competition Bounty Program. For the last couple of years, Motley Q's amazing products have been winning awards in multiple sauce and seasoning contests like the best sauce on the planet. Competition barbecue cooks have also been receiving calls using Motley Q products at competitions all over the world. So this year, Big Joe and Jess are looking to add to the winning. In 2022, when you use Motley Q products and win a category or a GC, you'll get some extra jangle in your pockets. It's as simple as this. Use Motley Q products in a sanctioned competition and take some pictures or video as proof. When you win a category or a GC, email Motley Q the proof and they will send you $250 as a bonus for continuing the winning. They will most likely do a post about your win, but will not share any pictures or video that you don't want out there. Your secret is safe with them. Visit MotleyQ.ca. That's M-O-T-L-E-Y-Q-U-E dot C-A. And click on the Barbecue Bounty Program tab at the top of the screen to get all of the details. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the podcast. When we talk about barbecue and beverage pairings, whiskey and beer are usually what comes to mind for most of us. But uh, here today at a local Calgary cidery, and we're going to talk about their business and uh, get into a little bit about how their cider products might pair nicely with our favorite smoked meats. Uh, Dennis Scanland, Sunny Cider in Calgary. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you doing, Ren? Excellent. I appreciate you meeting with me here. We're in the beautiful tap room up in uh, the northeast end of the city. Question I ask everybody right off the bat, Dennis, uh, what does barbecue mean to you? Mm, uh, smoky, saucy, delicious. Yep, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> uh, before we get into the business, a little bit about yourself, your, uh, your background, uh, Oh gosh, I've, I've, I'm uh, going on to what, I don't know, my fifth career now with this cidery. So yeah. uh, I was uh, just previous to this, I was doing urban farming. So mm-hmm. growing vegetables in backyards yeah. and doing things like that. And then I got into, um, got into making cider with some neighbors and that's kind of how this, uh, this all started. Right on. Calgary yeah. home for you originally? No, 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 I'm from, yeah. I'm from BC, Cranbrook. Okay. Cranbrook. Okay. Yeah. Not too far. Then. Yeah. Yeah. A short yeah. move. Yeah. How long you been in Calgary? Uh, since 91. Okay. Yeah. So, you, so yeah. yeah, this is home now. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I moved here in '96 from, <laughs> yeah. from Winnipeg. So yeah, came from the other direction. But Excellent. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Winnipeg will always be you know perfect home, but yeah. this is home now. Yeah. Right? I don't you get know? to Cranbrook very much anymore. But yeah. Yeah. Same. yeah. yeah. 
You are the general manager here in sales as well? Yep, exactly. I kind of I kind of run the show here. There, we do have a few other partners, yep. but uh, I'm kind of more kind of overseer of everything, making mm-hmm. sure everything runs smoothly, make sure sales are up, yep. make sure the ciders are, are uh, selling well. Right. And yeah. All that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to chat a little about the urban farming stuff. I'm okay. curious what that was entailed and what that was all about. Well, uh, I got into that. I was um, uh, when, I, when I was married then, and uh, we decided to uh, take a step back. We were both working full time. I was in uh, IT, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought, well, I'll take a step back. But I, I still wanted to kind of have my hands in something, so I got yep. into uh, growing vegetables. I always okay. enjoyed gardening, yep. and then I fell into the the urban farming, spin farming kind of model, mm-hmm. and got into that. And then I started a company called YYC Growers. Okay. And uh, it was a cooperative of a bunch of urban farmers. Okay. And uh, we all kind of, instead of us selling at farmers markets and stores uh, individually, mm-hmm. we sold collectively and, and kind of planned our crops accordingly. So okay. it uh, worked out pretty good. It's still going, still going today. It's yep. uh, doing quite well after the, you know, the whole scare, the pandemic scare yeah, and the yeah. scarcity of food mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. It's yep. kind of what you need to kickstart local food movement. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So when yep. you're talking, when you're saying urban farming or just people's backyard gardens, are you talking like community gardens, uh, backyards, front yards, that right, sort of yeah. thing? I'll take a, I'll take a lawn and rip it up and right. and uh, turn it all, the entire lawn into uh, into a garden. Okay, neat. Yep. Okay, yeah, neat. and just grow like leafy greens yeah. and root crops and things like that. Yeah. What yep. uh, What do you find grows best here as a gardener who's who's tried and hasn't had a whole lot of success uh kale and chard kale and okay. yeah they yeah. grow amazing <laughs> yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah yeah don't try and grow in tomatoes tomatoes are no yeah no. that's that, we don't have the right environment for yeah, it no, yeah. I've, uh, yeah i've tried a few times at our place and just never had a, yeah never had a ton of success yeah. so okay yeah. stick to the leafy yeah. greens. Right. <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> let's get into the uh, the sunny cider story sure uh, premium handcrafted hard cider is the the tagline yep uh, how did that all get started? Uh, well, we, we started, uh, you know, it was a, a neighbor uh, had this idea, like we kept seeing fruit falling in the fall, that sort of thing. And um, all the trees started in Sunnyside, hence the name. Right. Uh, we were um, concerned with the fruit and obviously being an urban farmer, I was like, let's let's make let's put this to use. And mm-hmm. so we started uh, we had one one winter fall we decided to see what we could do with all these apples and we were making applesauce and, right. and apple pies and juicing them. And then we thought, well, let's try fermenting them and see what happens. Yep. And it was horrible. It was the worst <laughs> cider drinks that we've ever had. Yep. But uh, for some reason we kept at it the next year and it was a little bit better. And then the next year was a little bit better. Yep. And then probably I think four years in, we actually had some really, really good ciders. Okay. And uh, I'm like, I need one more year in and then I'm willing to commit to a business. Right. And we did. And my, uh, my partner at the time, uh, business partner he uh, went to uh, University of Washington and took okay. some cider making classes uh-huh. and that started put the, you over the oh yeah we started the there. yeah exactly right. and so uh, I think it was uh, 2018 ish we made the decision to okay. kind of pull the trigger on on the business and yeah, make you know by the time you you know find a place and you know source juice and all that sort of thing because most of our juice now does come from the Okanagan. Okay, uh, we're probably about ninety percent, eighty to ninety percent from the Okanagan, and the rest is a local local fruit people can drop off right. here at the cidery. Yeah, yeah, yeah I want to talk about that. Yeah, uh, kind of an interesting. Okay, idea yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so initially, just 
backyard, somebody's garage kind of thing. Yeah, you're exactly. Out making yeah. out of, and then if you go down to Sunnyside, you'll still see the garage. It's got a mural on it. Oh, nice. uh, Tim doesn't live there anymore, but okay. uh, it's got a, got a mural kind oh, of enough. yeah. A little, <laughs> so, uh, memorial. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. Um, I heard you guys. And I think it was both you and Tim on uh, Mark Kondrat's podcast. Right. Yeah. While back. Yeah. Now. Let's meet for a beer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, just the you guys just the sense of community really a big part of the philosophy here. So yeah. kind of where does that come from and talk about that? Well, the community, I mean, both Tim and I have always been a kind of uh, community oriented mm-hmm. people, like not just with Sunnysider, but just kind of with neighbors, yep. uh, community centers. Tim was the president of the community center for a while. Um, me with the farming piece and that sort of thing, I would kind of uh, meet people and yep. talk to people and, and, and that sort of thing. And then, and then the next step was like, well, how do you create community around something like cider? Right. And so that's, I mean, we're still trying to figure that out. It's Three years in, right? Sure. We're yep. still trying to figure out how to create community, uh, but uh, it's we're finding a, a great community in the brewing industry. Mm-hmm. We're on. Yep. Uh, we work with a lot of uh, breweries. Just before you got here, um, uh, Township Twenty Four just dropped off some kegs, okay. and you know we're on tap at some of these some of these breweries and uh, doing collaborations sure. and making yep. special special ciders for yep. them. And I love that. I think that's kind of a fun mm-hmm. fun thing to do. Working yep. with them and hanging out with them, have, drinking their beers, they're yep. drinking our ciders and yep. things. Like like that yeah awesome yeah so that's kind of the the big piece of community and we also do a um, we do live music typically on thursdays we uh, okay. we have live music excellent uh we do open mics and things like that and so kind of around music and drinking and and community yeah, yeah absolutely and yeah. Then the uh, the fruit donor program you talked about a little bit there yeah that kind of is would feed into that as well, right? That's right. Yeah. So that, you know, we, it's still such a small piece of our business, but yet such a crucial, critical mm-hmm. piece of why we're here. Yeah. And we, we, every year we're like, oh, should we, should we just nix it and not do it? And I'm like, no, we can't. We, yeah. This is, this is kind of what we do. It's yep. all about, you know, getting rid of food waste, mm-hmm. uh, um, enabling people to find out who we are. People can drink our cider and they're, they know that our, there's, their apples may right. be in that yeah, particular they, uh, cider, right? So, right? yeah, exactly. We do some ciders that are uh, 100% Calgary fruit. We do mm-hmm. some ciders that uh, uh, incorporate some of the local juice into it. So there's there's a good chance that if you're drinking one of our ciders, it's got some Calgary fruit in it. Excellent. Yeah. Now, what what fruits would be local here? Uh, well, apples are the big yeah, one. Apples, yeah. uh, pears. Uh, we uh, and then all the berries. Uh, right. So sour cherries, uh, Saskatoons, uh, Haskap is yep. another berry that uh, grows here. Um, uh, sea buckthorn is another local okay. berry we just started using. Um, we're, we're open to using almost anything. We'd, right. we'd, we're just um, getting a uh, strawberry rhubarb cider canned up next week, so oh, nice. that's another one. It's all local. The yep. strawberries aren't are, are it's a puree that we use for okay. the strawberries. Uh, it was hard to get you know enough strawberries, yeah. and their local strawberries are very expensive. Yeah. But the rhubarb is rhubarb, all local. Yeah, no yeah. shortage so, of that. Yeah, anymore. it's that's a weed. A, <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. I do have a Haskap bush at home. Oh, excellent. If anybody is interested. Yeah, uh, yeah, we, yeah. The family bought it a few years ago, planted it. It's doing very well. Excellent. We just don't much care for the berries. Oh, no, bring them in. So if, yeah, uh, yeah. if somebody wants the, the bush, they yeah. can come. Oh, really? Okay, take, okay. Oh, you want to get rid of the bush? Up for, up yeah, up, they're, up they're for not grass. very pretty, are they? Well, it's, even that's it. Yeah, yeah. Gross. <laughs> trim it back this year yeah. and yeah. Yeah, just taking up space yeah. now. So. Yeah. Put that out there if anyone's interested. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, currants is another one that grows really well. Okay, here so yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah we don't get a lot of berries because most people if they've got a berry bush they use, use them, them. Yeah. yeah 
Yeah, the, yeah. the pears. I'm, yeah, you see the apple trees, but a pear is Yeah, there's a, a lot of pears in, in Calgary here, too. So yeah. we got, uh, it just canned up a, last week as last year's uh, Calgary pear, okay. 100% Calgary pear. It's kind of funky and, yeah. and interesting, almost like it got a citrus note to it. Okay. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah, wouldn't, yeah. Uh, wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Excellent. And then you touched on uh, the collaborations with other breweries and stuff. Uh, yeah. Looking on your website, you have quite a... Quite oh, a and there's so much more. I, uh, I would say we've want, probably so. we've probably done ciders with at least 40 breweries now. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, so we don't have room for them on the website. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> and some are in the past, and they yeah. move on to other things. Yep. And but it's like you know, after you do that, you kind of consider their their friends and partners. Yep. And yeah, you walk in for a, a drink, and you're like, hey, how's it yep. going? Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's yep. awesome. Great. <laughs> uh, and I see that uh, in the barbecue community and in the brewer, the beer community, yep. just that. Uh, that fellowship, right? Yeah, it's, exactly. Uh, everyone, uh, yeah, your competitors, but yeah, but we we do things like you know, like, uh, we don't have a keg washer, so we you go to other breweries to wash okay. our kegs. Yeah. You know, Common Crown or Citizen or you know yeah. all those guys. They they let us use their uh, keg washer. We Perfect. come come and use it and give them yep. some cider and yep. call it a day. So right, right, yeah, 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 awesome. More with Dennis from Sunny Cider in just a couple of minutes after this word from our good friends at Pitt County Barbecue who are bringing authentic North Carolina-style whole hog barbecue north of the border to Alberta and Canada. Based out of Edmonton, Pitt County Barbecue will come to your event and cook an entire pig on-site using their custom-built cooker designed by owner and pitmaster Peter Zakuski. Pitt County Barbecue brings unique, a unique regional barbecue dining experience. From North Carolina chopped barbecue pork to Piedmont-style coleslaw, trust me when I say you've never tasted anything like this before. The meat is so good you don't even need sauce. Peter was on this past season of Firemasters on the Food Network and is truly inspired by the South. His attention to detail and quality is second to none. From delicious food to amazing customer service, make sure to book Pitt County Barbecue for your next event. Check out their new live fire farm to flame dinners at the Old Red Barn outside of Leduc, Alberta this summer. Peter designed and built several live fire cooking apparatuses through Pitt County Metalworks for the event and is providing an elevated live fire dining experience. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook, and to book your event, visit the website at pittcountybbq.com. That's P-I-T-T-CountyBBQ.com. Get into the, the product line a little bit. Uh, okay, well, we, uh, we've we got four main products that mm-hmm. we do. It's a, an apple, a dry apple, which uh, just, this is uh, breaking news. We just won the Alberta Beverage Award uh, oh. Best in Class for our apple cider. Oh, congratulations. So that's a, that's a tough category. Awesome. Um, and then we've got uh, Saskatoon, mm-hmm. Sour Cherry, and Ginger yep. are our kind of four core ones. And then we kind of incorporate some, some seasonals in there. And then our local product line is a little bit different as well. So that's mm-hmm. like... Uh, we've, we've done a Calgary apple. We've got a Calgary crab apple, yep. uh, and then a, a Calgary pear as well. Nice. Yeah, I'm enjoying the uh, the Saskatoon yeah. right now. A very uh, <laughs> just nice, fruity, not yeah. not overly sweet. Yeah, exactly. Nice, and all uh, our ciders are, are relatively dry, like yeah, like uh, not bone dry. We did come out with bone dry mm-hmm. ciders at the beginning, and we yeah. found that the market was looking for something a little mm-hmm. bit sweeter, a little sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Which pairs good with meat. Yeah, that's right. We'll get into that a little, <laughs> and then. Uh, 
few other things I noticed, uh, the seltzer, the meads. Yeah, so uh, there was another uh, lady that uh, she lives down in Okotoks, and okay. she kind of brought in some mead, and she's like, oh, what do you think of this? And none of us are really kind of, you know, mead is so hit and miss, right? right. You know, some okay. are horrible. Yep. And she she brought in this black currant mead, and, and it, we were all sold on it. We're mm. like, do you want to make it here? And yeah. she's like, yeah. So right. she's 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 a resident mead maker for okay. us. Yep. We don't do much. Most of the sales just happen here. There's the odd liquor store, maybe two or three in Calgary that okay. carry it. Yep. But if you want oh, our yeah. mead, you have to come to our come to our tap room oh that's another community thing right yeah or something that you guys wouldn't have necessarily done on your own exactly exactly yeah we don't know how to make mead (laughs) nice that you're open to that right yeah exactly and then uh the bramble i guess was the other yeah bramble we've just recently kind of changed the product line because it used to be kind of funky and 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 experimental you know aging on on wine skins uh playing with uh, lacto fermentation on pear or not pears uh peaches okay um Playing around with wild fermentation, um, um, Britannomyces yeast, all that sort of thing, some crazy stuff like that. Yep. But we, we felt that it was uh, kind of two premium products kind of competing on shelf space, which okay. we don't have a lot of shelf space on the right. premium world. We're at 10 to 20% of liquor stores mm-hmm. uh, carry our products. So we, we decided that the Bramble product line is going to be a budget okay. budget cider. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we've got a, a one called Bramble on that's coming on. Mm-hmm. It'll be out next week, actually. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be like a $16 six pack. Right. Sort of thing. So yeah. yeah, yeah smaller cans. Value, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk a little uh, barbecue. Do you do much uh, barbecue cooking at home yourself? Or what's I that? haven't. I'm in a no. condo now, and oh, I don't yeah, even have a barbecue tough. anymore. It's tough, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my girlfriend's got one, and, and I, she quit off and barbecues for me, yeah, <laughs> which is kind of weird, kind yeah. of a roll shift, but yeah. uh, I do like barbecue food. Yeah. 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 Awesome. What uh, kind of your experience around that uh, with barbecue? With? Oh, I've I've had, you know, the, the smoke stuff, all yeah. that sort of thing, yeah. the uh, the juicy ribs all that sort of thing all right we're back here with dennis scanlon uh, sunny cider we're just getting into talking a little uh barbecue and you were so- saying you'd had some experience with you oh know, yeah yeah uh, the yeah. whole gamut from the smoked uh, slow smoke barbecue up to the yeah i've never uh, smoked myself but uh okay. it's uh i have had a lot of smoked meat and excellent. brisket and what have you yeah. yeah excellent so how do you think some of your products here would pair with that we were talking when i uh, when i tried the saskatoon yeah. here that well i think like because because uh Cider is inherently a little bit more acidic than mm-hmm. than a beer, yep. or you were talking about whiskeys, that sort yeah. of thing. I think the uh, the acid would go nicely with uh, with state. Well, I know it does. I've I've, yeah. I've had a lot of, a lot of ciders and meat yeah. and and what have you. So yeah. I think it's uh, it's nice. It kind of cleanses your palate, cleans it cleans it off nicely, and mm-hmm. gets you ready for the next bite. Yeah, <laughs> cuts through those big fatty. Yeah, bites, right? so exactly. I know they talk about with. Uh, that's why you know the pickles and the sides that you yeah. get at a lot of barbecue places. The the acid, the vinegar yeah. based coleslaw. That it's that acid that oh, kind of oh that makes sense. That makes sense. Cuts yeah. the uh, cuts yeah. through the fat and, for sure. Uh, so the nice yeah. kind of you know drink like that and that's a nice refreshing yeah. light drink and, yeah uh, yeah yeah and i think that you know again it's not too heavy like mm-hmm. a like a beer you know yeah. a lot of people like oh i can only have one or two beers and yeah. our ciders aren't like that because yeah. they're not heavily carbonated they're yeah. uh they're lighter even though they're most of our ciders are about six percent alcohol yeah. um but yeah yeah, yeah you don't so. it does you don't feel it right yeah. like you say with beer it's just uh, yeah exactly yeah, one or two of those and you're you're feeling it especially if yeah you're <laughs> chowing down on some yeah, barbecue as exactly well, right? so. yeah for sure. Uh, the tap room here, real nice little spot you got here in the northeast. It is, uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. 
talk yeah. about uh, what you, you mentioned the live music. What else can folks find? Yeah, here? well, we uh, at the beginning of this year we had a, a, an event called the uh, Alice Cocktail Experience, okay. yeah, and yeah. it was a, a pop-up cocktail bar. Right. And so it was like a, a ninety-minute experience. You come in, and there's actors here, and it, it was not you not even recognizable. It was mm. like windows were blacked out, yeah. all that sort of thing. And uh, it went over great. Mm-hmm. It was only supposed to be here for three months. It ended up here five months. Oh, wow. And so that, was, that brought, I don't know, we figured about five to 6,000 people through our tap room. Awesome. So it's been good for our name yeah, and good no, to yeah. get people out here. Kind of, like an Alice in Wonderland kind exactly. of thing, right? Yeah, it's all theme like that. And then yeah. they, have, they make little cocktails yeah. during the events, kind yeah. of like little scavenger hunt for yeah. the ingredients and things like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, my so, wife had looked at it and uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, didn't get out here. But uh, yeah. yeah, I remember. No, and there, there, so that's, uh, that's the things we've done. I'd love to do that again. It was another company from Australia that mm-hmm. came in to do that. Yeah. Um, we do, uh, quite often we do uh, tasting events. Uh, right. We do have a cider club, in, Insiders. Right. Yep. <laughs> uh, they, um, they come out. We're actually going to do one here in a couple of weeks uh, and kind of showcase our new ciders that we're going to be releasing to them, that right. sort of thing. They right. can taste them in advance so they don't actually have to open up their own bottles because right. they're uh, usually uh, special ciders that they get. Okay. To taste, yep. so that's pretty good. We have about 25, 25 30 members of that. Right. So we'd love to have more yep. if anybody wants to join. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, we do some uh, t- um, t- uh, tap room takeover kind of things, or I, I guess call it a kitchen pop up sort of thing. Okay. We do some of those where an artist or artist. <laughs> Uh, a chef comes in right. and, and takes over for the weekend or a couple of weeks, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And they go over really good. Yeah. Cause you do have uh, a bit of a food menu here, but it yeah, is. it's very limited. We, we're not very super busy on a normal, yeah. normal time. We've done brunches, drag brunches, right. yep. you know, things like that. They go over really good. Um, yeah, that's that's awesome. pretty. Yeah, we do tours and tastings too. You know okay, that sort of yeah. thing. People people love seeing how cider's made because yep. it's quite a bit different. You know how many brewery tours have you been on, and it's the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, making cider is totally different. So is it, is it the the process is completely different. Totally different. Yeah, there is no cooking that happens. Okay, none Not whatsoever. Sure. No okay. mash, nothing like that. Okay. So uh, yeah. no stainless <laughs> yep. steel tanks, all that sort of thing. Okay. So would yeah. it be closer to winemaking. Exactly. Then? Yeah, okay. yeah it'd be considered in the federal government. We're considered a wine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And uh, you touched on the Insider Club. That's a, a membership-based uh, uh, service. Or? That's right. That's right. It's and, a, an annual membership fee of two hundred dollars. Yep. And that gets you um, what is it like? A, almost a case of cider of special ciders every year. Awesome. So I'm just labeling one right now. So right. Uh, you, you'll sneak a peek at one okay. of them. Okay. <laughs> well, that's something for folks. Yeah. yeah. If they're, uh, if they yeah. like the product. Yeah. yeah exactly. And and they're all. Um, we, we try to do exclusive ones for them, and mm-hmm. then if there's any left over, the public can buy afterwards. Okay, but yeah. uh, they, they go to the insiders first. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, you yeah. see uh, in the Okanagan, a lot of the wineries have those cl- yeah. have a wine club, so it's kind of yeah. the same uh, exactly. idea there, right? Yeah. Excellent. Yep. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, my folks are in Kelowna now, and that's... Uh, oh, yeah. They've been, uh, over the last couple of years... Uh, Different wineries. Joined and, a cu- yeah, yeah, they've joined a couple. Yeah. And, uh, they really appreciate yeah. it. So, yeah. Excellent. Uh, where can folks find the tap room here? Uh, the tap room is located 3300 14th Avenue North. Northeast. Yep. Uh, we're just by the uh, Best Western, uh, just on Barlow and yep. uh, 37th. Yep. Um, yeah, it's uh, only 10 minutes out of downtown. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's a nice, beautiful, bright yeah, tap is. room. Yeah, and lots of big windows and yeah, yeah. a little patio outside. Yeah, and, we're yeah. typically open uh, Thursday to Sunday too. Okay. So yep. um, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday evenings, and then Sunday just kind of afternoon-ish. Yeah. Yep. And yep. online... Uh, 
Website, social media. Yeah, you bet. Sunnysider.ca, and yep. you can you can catch us on f- mostly Facebook and Instagram. Okay. All yeah. Right. And then uh, quite a large uh, spread of liquor stores. Across, oh yes, across uh, the province. Where Col- I always tell people in Calgary. Anyway, I don't know how 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 big this podcast yeah, is, but <laughs> <laughs> um, it amazes me where people. Listen oh to yeah, sometimes it, it's just our, our ciders are only available in Alberta. Okay, uh, we do uh, most of our ciders are available through Liquor Connect, so most liquor stores in rural Alberta can get us now. Right, uh, but here in Calgary, it's mostly the Calgary co-ops are kind okay. of the, probably one of our biggest customers, and all the any store that carries craft craft beer right. uh there's only a handful of them surprisingly yeah yeah <laughs> i wish there was more yeah, i wish no those no mom and pop shops would uh, get into the craft scene but yeah. they don't yeah yeah happens. yeah it'll come right yeah yeah dennis appreciate you doing this last question i ask everybody uh it's dinner time maybe uh, your girlfriend has the grill fired up uh what's uh, what's kind of the go-to for you when you're doing uh, she loves cooking tenderloin nice yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of her go-to go-to chunk of meat yep. awesome <laughs> yeah excellent well thanks so much for doing this dennis really Great. appreciate thanks, it Ryan. folks uh, sunny cider northeast calgary uh, find them in your Alberta liquor stores, and uh, yeah, nice, nice alternative. All right, Something a little different. Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. You are listening to Canada's longest-running barbecue podcast, and it is time now for some barbecue news. Brought to you by the Barrel Boss Q, a family-owned and operated small business in Leduc County, Alberta, and the manufacturer of the original Canadian drum smoker. Whether it's in the backyard or on the competition circuit, Kelly Troy and the Barrel Boss Q team are driven by the desire to watch their clients showcase their cooking talents, to slow down a bit and spend some quality time with family and friends. From entry level all the way to fully loaded models, Barrel Boss Q has the charcoal drum smokers and accessories you need to be the barbecue boss of your block or maybe get a walk at the next competition. Just like we did last week in Didsbury with our second place ribs cooked on the Barrel Boss Q. Shipping to customers across Canada and the U.S., Barrel Boss Q spends time talking to their clients to make sure each and every smoker they make is special and meets the needs of the customer. Barrel Boss Q is honored to be a part of their customers' barbecue journeys. You can follow them on Facebook and Instagram and visit them online at barrelbossq.ca. That's B-A-R-R-E-L-B-O-S-S, the letter Q, dot C-A, to see the whole lineup and tell them you heard about them on the Eat More Barbecue podcast. I'm a day late with this one, folks. It is late Thursday evening as I record in between two consecutive weekends with barbecue competitions. So needless to say, I'm exhausted. The energy levels are a little low, but I'll do my best here for you. The Didsbury Lions barbecue competition was held this past weekend. Moose Knuckle Barbecue was on hand for this one. And we did pick up a couple of calls. 10th place in brisket. And as I just mentioned, 2nd place in ribs for an 11th place overall finish. We were hoping for a top 10 finish, so a bit of disappointment for sure. But on the positive side, though, we now have top three finishes in all four of our KCBS meets and are still young existence as a team. So that is very encouraging. We now need to keep working at it and try to pull it all together at the same time. Huge congratulations go out to our friends Motley Q on their very first Grand Championship and also to the BK Barbecue Crew on their first Reserve Grand Champion Award. So very happy for all of you, and congratulations to everyone that heard their name called. Kids at Cancer Care Fundraiser Barley and Smoke also went down in Calgary this past weekend. Looked like a roaring success, but despite some not fantastic weather. And the notorious PIG slash Tool Shed 
won big, sweeping the awards with first place in the ribs category, first place in best beer, and the best team award. Well done to Graham and the team out there at Toolshed and Notorious PIG Barbecue. Is Memphis and May in serious financial trouble? This week's edition of the Smoke Sheet included a link to a report on the Memphis and May website summarizing the financial losses of over $2 million that the festival sustained this year and also the issues the organizers are having in obtaining a sustainable lease agreement to return to the traditional location of Tom Lee Park once renovations at the park are completed. Check out memphisandmay.org to read the report and hopefully they can get this sorted out and we don't see any disruption to the Super Bowl of Swine. This weekend is Barbecue on the Bow right here in Calgary. This is Canada's longest continuously running sanctioned barbecue competition and it is back for the 31st year this weekend, September 2nd to the 4th at the Calgary Shrine Stables in Northwest Calgary. There will be plenty of action happening Saturday with a sanctioned amateur comp, kids queue, food demos, and more. Across the pond at the Shrine Center, there is a blues festival going on all weekend, so it will be an exciting time and we hope to see a lot of folks there. The best spot to go for the most current info and schedules right now would be the Barbecue on the Bow on Facebook, or you can drop me a DM and I'll get you the details you need. We are excited to announce that the prize purse for the Masters Series competition on Sunday will be at least $10,000, including $2,000 and a Drumbo Smoker for the Grand Champion on the Masters Comp. Moose Knuckle Barbecue will be in attendance and on hand all weekend, so as always, be sure to stop on by and say hello if you're coming down to the event. Next weekend, Smoke in the Valley out in Saskatchewan will complete the trifecta of KCBS comps here in Western Canada. Three competitions on three straight weekends. So fantastic to see that happening, and I'll be interested to see how many teams do all three weeks. This one will be held in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, in Buffalo Pound Provincial Park the weekend of September 10th and 11th. You can visit Smoke, the letter N, the Valley, smokeinthevalley.com for details. Friends, I'm always looking for guest ideas for the show. Email me at eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com if there's someone you'd like to hear from. You can find me online at www.eatmorebarbecue.ca and also at www.albertabbqtrail.ca where you can go out and check the listing of the barbecue joints here in Alberta and then get out there and show them your support. If you're not in Alberta, get out to your local barbecue joints and give them some love. Thank you to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Great Eat More Barbecue Podcast. That's a wrap, everybody. See you all next week and keep on smoking. <laughs>